welcome to Community Center, a show that features people in the community doing good things. Now, here are your hosts, Debbie O'Handley and Margie Kyle. Hey, Margie. Happy Tuesday. How you doing? Terrific. Awesome. I'm Debbie O'Hanley, a host of Your Community Centered with my friend Margie Kyle, another host and the owner, founder, extraordinaire of Little Smiles, uh, North Carolina. That's why I wear a big smile. I, you know, I've never seen you sad, even in some hard times. Oh, well. Yeah. You do a good job of thank putting you. smiles on yeah. people's faces. So yeah. thank you for that. What's going on? Well, I went to the swearing-in last night of the Cornelius officials, and that was Mayor wonderful. Oh, how wonderful is yeah. that? I know that was yeah. a close call. Very close. It got a little too close for comfort, I yes. would think, in a certain respect. <laughs> so I'm glad to see him back in office, and I'm going to do some more great things for this community. Yeah. yeah. What else is going on? Uh, just getting organized for Christmas, and that's why I Are called our guest. Are you fa-la-lying? <laughs> no, I'm starting on Saturday with a uh, party at my house for our little community. That's awesome. I figured it's time to meet my neighbors. Okay. You know what? That's one way to do it. Food and um, holiday. Cheer. Nothing says friends like food and cheer, right? That's right. So, well, I am super excited about our guest today. I um, have some mutual friends that knew Tim. It's kind of a long story how we actually ended up meeting. And then when I started spreading his name around the community, people were like, well, of course, you didn't know <laughs> Chef Tim? I said, sorry, I'm late to the party once again. <laughs> the brew but, chef. Yes. So super excited to talk to him today and hear a little bit about his life story and some of his passion and the things that he does for this community, which is nothing short of spectacular. So before we get too far into it, a shout out to Chef Tim and the wonderful things well, he does. And I'm hoping he's going to share some tips on how to make Christmas and the holidays a little bit easier. Yeah. And I'll just curl up in the fetal position under the table and listen to him on, and what that looks like because I'm about there and I could use a tip or two about now for sure. But uh, on, in addition to that, this is a very special day because it is his birthday. So That's happy right. birthday, Chef. Thank you, thank you. I, I will present him with my cake that I didn't make. You're gonna you're <laughs> gonna light him on fire here in the studio. No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna take this because you know what? Tim has the energy and mm. the spark that never goes out. I agree. I absolutely agree. And so when I couldn't find a candle, I thought, oh yes, you do have the perfect candle. <laughs> That's awesome. That represents what he's done mm -hmm. and is doing for so many people. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we go back quite a bit. I had two foster kids, as you know, mm -hmm. and he experienced a foster family. Mm -hmm. And then I had a, a silly little catering company when I lived in San Francisco that ended quite abruptly when the bartender cut his finger off. And... <laughs> I think when you get to know Tim, you you know, what is that game? Eight degrees of separation. Yeah. Everybody yeah. finds out six. that they have, yeah, six, yeah. that they have something in common with him or there's, like we said before, food brings people together. Yeah. And it generally brings out good feelings and good thoughts and good times. And so imagine a career around that, which I understand, you know, might not always be so good. It might not always be so easy. I just... Pick up the phone now and dial 
Dial a dinner. You know what? You you get a certain age and you're, you know, you're about ready to say, well, how can I make this simplified? So hopefully he can give us a little bit of advice when we, when we come back from break to listen to him. But Tim also brought his lovely friend. Connie, his sidekick, his <laughs> sous chef, his uh, shopper helper, his fiance, his best friend, his all of those good things. And, uh, and every time I see her, she's always smiling too. So I don't know what he puts in that food, but something special because she's always in a really good space too. And I appreciate her um, keeping Tim supported because I, I'm sure he would admittedly say so that without her, he wouldn't be able to do what he does. So I'm uh, delighted she's sharing studio space <laughs> space with us too so you're not you're following this weekend i am and no follow line between well, it just depends. Yeah, we are we are <laughs> overflowing with falala at hope house. Well, We've... i do have my storage unit up. Uh, Ronald McDonald House always comes every year and that's they take as many toys as they can, probably wow. about 500. And that's their little toy store. Okay. And they give each family some fake money, and they can come down and buy gifts for oh, nice um, the kids. That's and lovely. Siblings and so that's following. It is. You are definitely doing that. And then that. Thursday, I have interim home health care coming mm-hmm. too, and they take they do in home care, mm-hmm. but. Those kids need presents too. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. It is the it is the season of giving, and yeah. I hope if you're remembering that when you pass by Toys for Tots or where you, smiles are us. Yes. Or and also the boat parade coming up. We interviewed Captain yes. uh, Colin last weekend or last week, and we want to make sure that we give a shout out to that so that everybody comes and and donates a toy. Yes. For our yeah. kids in our community, we we partner with Toys for Tots too. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't care. I've got the key to their storage unit. They've got the key to mine. We have a child in need, and they don't have a bike, and we've got one. They come and take it. And that's, that's awesome. yeah, it's it's really all about the kids 100%. And they come when they're through with their Christmas season, give us all their leftover toys. So, nice. Yeah. You're like the uh, like Christmas Island, right? All the toys, twenty four seven. Absolutely, yeah. I know. I've been in there in July before, going, "Wow, this is a." They, there's something magical about that yeah, space. It, there truly there is. is, yeah, because you know that it really is putting some smiles on some kids' faces, and that's spectacular to know that. Well, we we were just gifted at the Hope House with tickets to the singing Christmas tree on Friday at CPCC, so our littles um, are getting all excited about that to go and have that experience, and they've never they've never experienced anything like that so this is you know we have a few days to prep them on (laughs) what that experience will look like and right now we're a busy place with 12 children so well and i hope they're they're coming for a visit at our storage unit so i think so i keep telling them you're not gonna see miss margie if we're not behaving (laughs) (laughs) running through it's the only thing i have to threaten them (laughs) would you like some pictures of the storage unit that might that (laughs) might be helpful that that might anything that i need i don't believe in bribery but it sure does work well the elves <laughs> in the parking lot story is getting old they're they're challenging me on that every time they see me so um coming up we are going to be talking with <laughs> chef tim if you feel that you want to give him a call or have an idea for uh, a recipe or want to talk to him about anything our number here is 844-STUDIO-4 or 844-788-3464 and we um 
we are going to have a good time this afternoon with him. I'm pretty certain about it. I know that his, his uh, stories are mesmerizing. He's an amazing individual that's made a contribution to our community and the community at large in our greater world. I know yeah. that he's, uh, he's made um, a difference in many people's lives. And so we're um, grateful here at Community Centered because we are trying to put hope back in the headline and a smile on people's face. So if you're driving in your car today on this lovely, what seems like fall day, um, North Carolina is a little confused, but no, that's spring. okay. It's yeah, we'll spring. take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I hope that you um, are thinking about Chef Tim when you are uh, thinking about the good that's happening in our world and what he's put back in it. So shout out to him again. And you can find him on Facebook. He is uh, Chef Tim Schaefer. You can look him up there and you can follow us, WSIC News on Facebook, social media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, X, and LinkedIn. All for the social media people out there. We've got it all for sure. And um, when we come back, Miss Margie is going to break it into the Tim story. Brace yourself. All right. Pour yourself a cocktail and listen in. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. We are encouraging call-ins. Tim, I can't thank you enough for being here today. Mm. My You've pleasure. been a very special person in my life, the brew chef. And I did a little research today mm. on you, and I found out your ingredients. Mm. And I thought this was brilliant. You found my recipe, didn't I you? did. <laughs> I did. My secret recipe. Take one generous helping of culinary experience. Take a large dose of hard knocks, which you have. Stir in a giant portion of enthusiasm. You, you're sort of lacking on that, I might say. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> a passion for food, a heart full of compassion, and several spoonfuls of entertainment and blend it well. Mm -hmm. mm. That was magical. No wonder you're so good at what you do. I didn't write that recipe, but I'm very proud of it. You should That's be. It's really, yeah. it's amazing. I don't know where you found that, but... Must have been in a really good cookbook. It was. Was it? Good. <laughs> and I, I want to wish you a very, very special birthday. Thank you. You have <laughs> lit many fires, <laughs> I'm have. sure. And uh, I put a few out, too, over the that's years. That's right. Tell you. <laughs> and I did not have any candles, but I thought this was a great example of the spark you give to everybody that never dies. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's special. Thanks. Well, no wonder you're so good at what you do, because when you enter into somebody's home or do a private uh, dinner party, mm -hmm. you bring such a wealth of experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And enthusiasm, too. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I know when you were talking about doing something, I said, you got to call it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And I know what resonates the most with me, Chef Tim, is your your humble beginning and what where you came from. Yeah. Because I see that every day in the kids that I have at Hope House, and I think someday they could be a Chef Tim. I mean, I, it's just amazing to me that yeah. you had that kind of experience growing up, and you've turned it into something positive and something encouraging. And I, I want everybody listening to know that, that no matter what your facing or what beginnings you're going through, you can always turn it and spin it into something really hopeful and full of smiles. So Tim, tell us about that. So, you know, I don't follow dreams. Mm -hmm. I make goals. And even as a younger kid, 
I had goals, things that I want to achieve in life. And we all have our dreams too, but I knew that if I stuck to reality and followed the path, I would end up where I am today. Mm -hmm. So my my story runs deep as the deepest river in this country, but um, uh, I was born in Morristown, New Jersey. Uh, My mother's a a Welsh immigrant. Uh, She married a man that was in the uh, U.S. Army. Uh, They met in in London. my mother got pregnant, they got married, they, he was able to bring her back to the States because of the War Wives Act, which was great. Um, my mother uh, had three more children, three siblings of mine, all, uh, we all have different fathers, but um, we're very blessed and fortunate that we all reunited. That is amazing. Last year, yeah. the first time it was yeah. all, two years ago, for us all to be together um, with kids and yeah. stuff like that. So that was really cool. Um, that was up in New Hampshire. But um, I guess uh, the best way to start it was I was in an orphanage at two. My mom ran into problems. She had all the other kids going on and, and uh, we were definitely living in poverty. So I went to live in an orphanage in New Jersey. I was there for about a year or so. Not quite sure. It was a long time ago. Um, and then just started bouncing around foster homes. Yeah. So um I was in a half a dozen foster homes, also uh, an adoptive situation that didn't work out. Um, uh-huh. And then I landed in my last foster home that I was in for the longest of all for five years, which was a great experience. Good. They all weren't, but this one yeah. really was. Mm-hmm. Very caring people. They had uh, over 40 foster kids over 40 years. Uh-huh. Amazing people. Yeah. They're definitely looking down right wow. now, you know. So um, uh, that was a great experience. And then, um, you know, I ran into some rough times, some hard knocks. Um, I left high school. I left foster care at 16. So lived on the streets for a while. Um, But by the grace of God, I found a job, um, a job in food, which was the beginning of my passion for cooking and food and people. Um, Got a job bagging groceries in a supermarket. I mean, what a great way to meet people and chat with people. And and I knew right off the bat that I loved people. I loved learning from people. I loved listening to people. Um, So after a year of that fun job of bagging the groceries and collecting the carts and cleaning the bathrooms, Mm -hmm. I got the opportunity to work in the meat room. So I did a two-year yeah. meat cutters apprenticeship program, which was so invaluable. I never knew I was going to be a chef at that time, but yeah. very invaluable. Um, did a two-year uh, butcher's apprenticeship program and stayed on for another three years. Um, and then I went to work for a restaurant as a butcher, cutting meat. And then I got I got the itch. <laughs> I got the itch, and I you know I was starting to spend more time in the kitchen, you know, um, uh, talking to the to cooks and the chefs, and it just excited me. So I ended up doing a two-year cook's apprenticeship program. Meanwhile, I got accepted to the culinary. Institute of America. So in a matter of four or five years, my life really turned around. And mostly because, like I said, I followed my goals. That's right. I didn't know I wanted to be a chef, but I knew I loved to cook. I loved to entertain. I liked to make people smile and I knew how to get to them and that was through their belly. (laughs) <laughs> so it just uh, it just evolved into, so I, I went to Culinary Institute of America, uh, two-year program, graduated in 1988, uh, opened my first, I went and did another apprenticeship and then opened my first restaurant in 1990, uh, owned restaurants for almost 25 years in New Jersey and moved down here um, in 04. Why? In 04. Why? Um, well, quality of life. Okay. Um, I was married at the time with six kids. We just wanted to have uh, a bigger house, yeah. more, you know, more affordable living. <laughs> um, and we just loved it. We visited friends and it was just the beginning of, of it. So found a, a nice house in Denver, um, found this old house in the middle of the woods in Cheryl's Ford. And that was my North Carolina restaurant, which was Tim Schaefer's at Lake Norman. So that okay. was fun. Had a great five years at it. 08, 09 came along. Mm-hmm. 
I decided to get out of owning restaurant business. So <laughs> since then, I've done some other projects, consulting. Um, but the thing that's really stuck is doing at-home dinner parties. Yes. So I yeah. do s small, smaller dinner parties, 10, 20 people at their home. Um, some of my clients like me to make all the food at their place. Sometimes I do a little bit of prep. But um, just continuing for me to, to, to share my passion for what I do yeah. and turning people on to a good time. And they know, because not everybody's sure. You said something earlier, it's private. You're going into somebody's house. That's right. Right. And I cook for some celebrities who give me the code to their gate and let me go in their house and they're not even there. And, you know, I'm talking about some. Or did I read somewhere you did, you did something for Michael Jackson? So Michael Jackson was a dear friend of mine, but you're thinking of the other Michael Jackson, not Michael Jackson, the entertainer. Michael Jackson was the utmost authority on beer in the world. Oh, okay. So English okay. guy wrote a dozen books on beer. Me I being took the it Bruce the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because that was always his joke, you know, the accent gives it away because he was English, you know, but, uh, um, and that's, that's another whole part of my career that I kind of just stepped into was becoming the brew chef. So, uh, gosh, that's probably 30 years ago. I just initiated a, a great beer program at one of my restaurants. And you used about 10 different types of beer, didn't I you? I use almost any kind of beer you can imagine to okay. put in salad dressings, yeah. to marinate meats, to make desserts with. I do a great flourless chocolate tort with beer in it. Um, beer's very friendly to food. Well, Doesn't... you're going to be so disappointed in oh, this. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. So, well, uh, one of the been, ingredients you're missing in here is gratitude because you are very grateful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think um, gratitude is an emotion. Yeah. You know, I really do. And, and the people that understand gratitude um, are typically very successful people in yeah. whatever. And I'm not talking wealth, um, not even in business, but in life because yeah. paying it forward is key. Giving it back, paying it forward. And as you both yeah. know, I've been involved with probably over a thousand charity events over my career, um, hundreds of charitable organizations, including Paul Newman, Marlo Thomas, uh, Jerry Lewis. So I learned from them, and these are ultra wealthy, very well-known people, how to pay it forward. Yeah. Because Paul Newman said, you don't always have to break out your checkbook. There's always some way that you can pay mm -hmm. it forward. And you have the gift of gab and the gift of cooking. Yeah. And you found your way into getting to people's lives and share your story, yeah. but also delicious food. Yeah. And, and I tell people when I book parties, I'm going to make this as easy as possible for you because that's what most people worry about. Oh, do I need to get this? Do I need to get that? How much time do I need? And we'll talk more about that for the holidays okay, later. But, yeah. but I do make it very easy for people. Um, you can reach me at cheftimshafer at gmail.com. Um, I don't necessarily do big parties because I do most of the cooking and stuff at people's homes, but um, we have a lot of fun. We do wine dinners and beer pairing dinners, which are a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's just... And one, uh, one of the things that I've heard about your Chef Tim is that you join them, right? You know, you when you think about a, a private chef, <laughs> right? They're like, oh, they're in the kitchen and, you know, you can't talk to them and everything, but you come out and you're like, hey, how is it? Can I taste it too? Hey, any of that good? Right? <laughs> so you want to be a part of it. So you make it realistic and you make it attainable mm -hmm. for people too. It's not, it's, it's magnificent food. I've had some of his amazing yes. things, but you also Thank make you. it very real. Well, it's funny because the party always ends up in the kitchen anyway. It's, it's oh, where everybody isn't gathers. That you know, true, it's right? the truth. And we did a yeah. party Saturday, Saturday night and everybody was yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. All night. And it was okay. Got a little yeah. crowded at times, but it just, it's just such a, to me, the best place in the house to party, but 
It's, uh, I like people watching me. I like people seeing me handle the food and the way we all mm -hmm. handle the food because we do have some other people that help us do some of the bigger parties. Right. But just the way we carry about ourselves, you know, professional, clean. Um, Very respectful. Respectful, beautiful presentations. Yeah. Plenty of food. Um, and. You know, it's the one thing we all need, right? We need food and we need each other. And so we take that and we we use that to catapult ourselves into conversations, into things that are very similar. I mean, I remember the first time I met you at, at a party around food and I was like, this dude's got a lot in common with a lot of people here. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. And you said, is, is it the food that was a catalyst? Is it the enthusiasm? Is it the entertainment? It's what is it? Everything. Somehow it's it all, all these ingredients, yeah, right? Somehow here. it all came together and produced a fabulous result. Yeah. And it, it's incredible to see that. What are... Um, what are some of your favorite things to cook? Yeah. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. So I'm really a big fan of Cajun Creole cuisine and mm. American heritage cuisine. Meaning? Used, um, products that are indigenous to our country. Okay. Um, there's a lot of Native American beans and and vegetables and stuff that came from this country that we, nobody brought here. They started here. They yeah. grew here. We harvested them here. So um, I like... Uh, I really like Cajun Creole food, but because I like the spice and I like, you know, just the whole heritage and, and culture of it. But when we come back from break, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to challenge you to find <laughs> one recipe that you think um, we all can't live without or okay. one ingredient, okay. one ingredient okay. that we can't live all without right. when we come back. You're listening to WSIC 105.9 Community Centered. I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my friend Margie Kyle, and we are talking to Chef Tim, the brew chef. Yes. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit more. Buckle up. <laughs> Welcome back to Community Centered and Chef Tim, the brew chef. Before break, I asked him, what is the <laughs> one ingredient you can't live without? And his answer is... Da -da -da -da. You're going to stump me on this one. So let's put it this way. If I'm cooking with beer, obviously... Then it's beer. Beer is an integral part of my cooking yeah. repertoire. Okay. Yeah. But on a normal... Um, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of garlic. I am okay. too. Big fan. Yeah. It's how you handle the garlic yeah. is mm. usually what affects people. Uh -huh. Like some people, the raw garlic will not make them feel very well. You know, but once it's cooked or roasted, I mean, roasted garlic to me is like gold. You know, the flavors. That's my dessert. Oh, I love I mean, it. I Connie knows I roast the garlic and I'm popping them in my mouth like yeah. they're candy. You know, yeah. and, and they don't give you bad breath. You're gonna so live forever. It's a first date, yeah, yeah. You know, and I know vampires gonna be messing with me, but the it's it's a uh, um you know it's one of those ingredients that changes when you do when you cook it. So when yeah. you roast garlic, it becomes very sweet, like it's almost like candy. So yeah, garlic, garlic? Okay. fresh herbs. Yes, I agree. Fresh herbs make the see. Dish. There's not one thing you can live with. No, right? you you have to have them all. Yeah. And I detected a little French accent when you said your repertoire. Ah, oui, oui, je parle français un <laughs> petit peu. They oui. must teach you that in culinary school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked with some French guys too. That you know, the first time I cooked in Canada, I, I cooked at the Saint Catherine uh, uh, on Saint Catherine, the uh, the big hotel there. I forgot the name of it right now, but everybody in the kitchen was Canadian French, uh -huh. and nobody spoke any English for the whole day that we were in there prepping. Okay, until the end of the day when I said, "Au revoir, merci beaucoup," <laughs> and they said, "What? You're not going to join us for a beer?" Oh, all day no. long, no English. So I had I was forced to learn a few more words of French. But, there you, you know, go. Yeah. 
So I'm thinking um, this weekend I had to go to a little girls thing and, you know, everybody was instructed to bring an app. And I thought, oh, you know what? Let me turn to TikTok because (laughs) TikTok's all the rage with all these fast appetizers and things. Epic failure. Note to self, never try something new before you're going out the door that needed to bake at 450 and set your oven on fire because what's your backup plan? So Chef Tim, (laughs) what advice do you have in this busy, crazy season when we're all bringing appetizers and we're trying to impress and we're trying to do what is some fast and easy things that you would say i want to know about your failure yeah it was epic it was um (laughs) it was was pull apart pizza that you made in a spring foam pan Mm -hmm. with uh, pizza dough and uh, buttered garlic all kinds of stuff and it was uh 450 caught my fi- my uh, stove on fire. Wow. I had that last week. Yeah. So you did called it, it blackened, right? It was blackened. <laughs> I did. I called it smoking hot. That's what I did. I did. I, I was like, oh, and my husband was like, is this another one of those TikTok recipes? Yep. I was like, note to self. Note to self. Go back to the basics here. But you know, that's very common because people do tend to wait mm-hmm. till the last minute. Um, it's very common in my business. You see the chefs running around ripping their hair out because they're the ones that are waiting to the last minute to get things done. Yeah. So even at home, you know, I've done lots of cooking classes over the years. And I always um, impress the people that they got to give themselves time. Yeah. You know, time to shop, time to put the shopping away, mm-hmm. time to prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all in stages. And that's what we call mise en place. It's a French term for everything in its place and a place for everything. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. So I just think that's important. It's almost like a life lesson too, because if you, it's almost like the Boy Scout motto, right? Be prepared, mm-hmm. be prepared because something can go wrong. And mm-hmm. chances are with all the things you're doing to get that holiday dinner together, something just may. So be prepared, have a little bit of a backup plan, but give yourself time just in case something doesn't yeah. work out, you know? And, and, we were talking about, you know, all the parties that I do, I, I pretty much make everything from scratch. Um, you don't always have to, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many great products out there to put out there with your charcuterie board, like different chutneys or jams or mustards. Right. Um, you're not going to make pepperoni. So you go to the store and you buy pepperoni, you buy prosciutto and, and know your limitations, you know, um, it's it's okay not to know, and I already I put up my my uh, email address earlier, so you can always email me with your questions. I'm, I welcome questions anytime. But I really think the key is not biting off more than you can chew, mm-hmm. not putting too much on your plate, and giving yourself enough time. Yeah, really great you know, advice. And I always in my freezer have my famous meatballs mm-hmm. and a baked brie that's ready just to go in. Yep. So if I get caught off guard. I've Bingo. got something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I also encourage to buy fresh. Um, you know, it's fresh and local. Low, it's the kind of, there's there's some local stuff in the area, but fresh is, mo- is most important yeah. to me. You know, I do uh, the, the meat and fish and stuff that I buy is all natural. You know, uh, you're going to pay more money for it, but I know where it came from. Yeah. I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing like buying a piece of fish and you're going to cook it two days later and you open it up and Mm-mm. they're not eating that. Yeah. So, to, to, and a little, and it's okay to look up stuff on TikTok or on, on Instagram or whatever. Thank you're you. So, you know, it is. Because <laughs now> nobody do you have has any own. cookbooks. I don't, I've been in many, but I don't have any of my own cookbooks. Okay. And I, I think at this point in my life, I don't know if I'm ever going to have enough time to, to put it together, <laughs> but I have thousands of recipes that I've yeah. written for different articles like LK and Connect yeah. and, and yeah. other cookbooks and whatnot. So yeah, I got a pretty big repertoire of stuff that, okay. you know. What about the the thing about nostalgia food or what they call comfort food? What do you think about that? Um, so to me, comfort food is... Uh, uh, 
typically food that takes a little bit longer, mm-hmm. you know, cooks a little bit slower, like a braised beef, mm-hmm. a short rib or, or, or something, but comfort food stew. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think of yeah. crock pot, people, oh, you you don't use a crock pot, do you? Yes, well, you I got love one? mine. Yeah. I love crock pots. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Set it and forget it, right? That's right. You know, and yeah. it's moisture, so it's not going to catch on fire. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a pretty safe uh, piece of cooking equipment to use, but uh, I just think... Eh, you know, a good steak off the grill is not bad either. I'm I'm a fan of steak, but I really like the comfort style food because that's what I grew up in, up with in foster care. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, my foster mom, who was the last home I was in, was a great cook. Um, and we always got to go to McDonald's once a month just to prove to <laughs> us how good a cook she was. Um, but that's how she cooked. Yeah. You know, big pots, pressure cookers, yeah. cooking for mm-hmm. eight, 10. And then if any of us brought friends over, which we always did because they knew that... She's foster mom yeah. can cook, you know? <laughs> so, um, but I learned a lot from her, Yeah, you know, because we yeah. always had to set the table. We always had to get dinner ready, you know, besides the food. And then we had to do all the cleanup afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? So um, we had a respect for the food. And I tell you, you know, most of the homes that I lived in, the food was, you know, I mean, we got a lot of donations and stuff. So there's always enough food. Always mm-hmm. seemed like there was enough food. And I knew that if I helped in the kitchen, I'd get to eat first. <laughs> So that's my big secret. So, well, how'd you end up in the kitchen? I said, I'll tell you how I ended up wow. in the kitchen. So, but yeah. I liked it. I always, I, you know, I just think food is, I'm an artist and food is my medium. Yeah. You know, it's really what yeah. it comes down to. And I continue, I'm 61 today. I will be learning till I'm 81, 91, 101, yeah. because food is that, food has so much, uh, substance right you know really so much material yeah. mm-hmm. and i have probably a thousand cookbooks i haven't been through all of them i've flipped through some of them I, but yeah. some you can tell because like all my julia child cookbooks all the pages are stuck together from gravy or <laughs> whatever i was making <laughs> but um you know and that's and connie knows every once in a while i'll pull a book off the shelf and i'll just start going through it and i'll go you what know, intrigues you about a recipe tim um simplicity mm-hmm you know, simplicity, not too many ingredients. I mean, sometimes, you know, my recipes tend to run a little long because I use a lot of different herbs and stuff that will increase the ingredient list, but simple and proven because there's a lot of recipes out there you try and you're like, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. What, what's wrong with this recipe? Yeah. Maybe the recipe just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of recipes aren't, aren't proven and tested uh, so that when people make them, they're going to work for them. But um, I like it simple. Yeah. You know. How has um, the air fryer changed your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it one of these days. Oh, I've never used mine. No. So, so you know what I they are? That. They're they're essentially a convection oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's what I A pictured. high temperature yeah. convection oven with a small space, which um, enables the food to cook faster mm-hmm. because you're not in a big oven and the air is circulating around. So um, I've never cooked in one. <laughs> But we have one, and it's I'm sitting so in the corner of the kitchen. <laughs> sitting, it's about this big, you know. know. But uh, we're going to because we're, you know we have it. So I, give I it a enjoy try. mine because it's just my husband and myself, mm-hmm. and so for two people, it's easier to turn that on than it is the oven and burn the place down. Like I tried this weekend with yeah. my pull apart pizza. Yeah. So for me, it's faster and it's um, convenient. Cool. We're right? going to give it a we shot yeah. because I mean, we we try to eat fairly healthy. We definitely eat too much pizza, but um, mm. we want to do wings in it. Because we like chicken wings. Yeah. So we said, you know, and everybody goes, oh, you got to try the wings first thing, you know. And once again, not to get too complicated, keep it yeah. simple, you know. But but yeah, so we're going to give it a shot. So when we come back from break, I think we're going to talk with Chef Tim about some of the philanthropic charity work that he's done in our community. Because I know that he's donated to many, many people. And I know that he has an amazing story about his reunion at his, with his foster cool. family. 
um, that will probably bring a tear to your eye. I know I did. And watching it, uh, the segment that they did on the news was really was cool. particularly moving. So when we come back, Chef Tim is going to share some of that with us. And again, I want to encourage you to call in 844-STUDIO-4. If you have a question related to a recipe or something to cook, Whenever Chef you got. Tim is here. He is listening and ready to answer your questions when we come back. We are back, and this hour has just flown by. We need another hour at least with you. I hope you'll come back. I'd love to come back. Okay, yeah. Just a couple tips on making holiday proper or any entertaining that you're doing. I know I try to freeze as much as I can. Well, my biggest tip is to have my phone number. (laughs) You can call me to come cook for you, okay? What is that phone number? So uh, our office number is (laughs) 704-651-0042. And when you are ready to be a guest at your next party, you give me a call and we'll come by and take care of you and your guests. You have a wonderful time, lots of fun and great fun. Say that number again, Tim. It's 704-651-0042. Awesome. How about an email? Sure. It's Chef Tim Schaefer, T-I-M-S-C-H-A-F-E-R, Chef Tim Schaefer at gmail.com. Beautiful. And they are in for an experience. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just not this month. All booked up this month. Okay. Next month, but... Definitely something special. Cool. I know that um, in this community, you've done a lot for some local charities, Little Smiles, Hope House. You've done our auction, um, Dove House. I think mm-hmm. you've worked yep, with Dove them. House. Lots of places. And you mentioned before Paul Newman's charity and Marlo Thomas. Mm-hmm. But I know that um, New Jersey is the home state and the mm-hmm. home place where it all began for you. And I know that you do a lot of things there as well. But Tell us just a little bit more um, about going back there and returning to your foster family this year. Oh, that was amazing. So um, I love Facebook. You know, some people have mixed feelings about <laughs> Facebook. I don't care. I love Facebook because not only do I keep in touch with hundreds and hundreds of my friends from the past, I meet new friends, friends that have uh, things in common with me, but I also found one of my foster brothers. His name is Ronnie, and I found Ronnie, and I hit him up, and I'm like, where are you? He's like, I'm in Florida, blah, 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 a little small talk. Hey, we should get together someday. And he said, hey, do you have any idea where Guy is, one of our other foster brothers? And I'm, I don't know. L- let me look. I brought him up on Facebook. He lived 15 minutes away from Ronnie in Florida. Oh, wow. my gosh. Wow. What a I mean, story. Crazy. So yeah. we all get on a conference call thing, and I said, okay, I'm coming down to hang with you guys. I'll fly in there near t- about north of Tampa. I said, I'll fly into Tampa. So they arranged News 9 Tampa to be at the airport when I got off the plane, oh. which was just amazing. I mean, <laughs> oh, we were all balling at that one. But you know, they had a big sign, you know, 40 yeah. years. Oh. Uh, I forgot something about 40 years because it was over 40 years, 45 years that we saw each other. Uh, so what a blessing. So we all spent the weekend together and then we went to New Jersey and hooked up with two other foster brothers and actually got to go into our old foster home, which is now a synagogue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> which at first, the, the, the guy who came to the door is a studying <laughs> rabbi. There's been a lot of bad stuff that's happened in Jersey as far as hate crime and stuff. So he was a little hesitant to open a door. And Ronnie was standing there by himself. We were out way out in the, on the uh, sidewalk and um, the guy was kind of looking out the door and what can I do for you? And he said, oh, you know, we used to live in this place when it was a foster home. Any chance we can come in, close the door. And I'm like, and we we're all like, knock again, knock again. So he knocked again and the guy let us in. And sure enough, I know his parents. I went to high school with them. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so six small. degrees. Small. Yeah, yeah. So he let us go all through the house and it's a wow. synagogue and... Um, 
It's called Tova Israel now, and it's uh, it's a school. It's yeah. a synagogue and school and a, and a place of worship. But uh, oh, you should, we were like a bunch of crying babies <laughs> because it's a big old house, big, like seven, six or seven bedrooms, big, bunch of bathrooms, big place. And we haven't been in this house in 45 years. How about and I, a rush of memories? Oh, it was amazing. Oh. And they moved. So I stayed in Morristown until I moved here. So I went by the house all the time. And it was right there. and But I never thought to try to get back into it and to check it out. But to have all of us go in, and we had a couple of news stations come, New Jersey news stations yeah. come and cover it. And it was just... You know, and, and the, that's one of the things I tell people, like, don't follow dreams because that, that was a little bit of a dream, but make it a goal. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. maybe it won't happen, but to have a goal to me is more realistic than trying to follow your dreams, you know, which I don't mean to say anything bad about that because dreams are great, but we set a goal and we, we met it. That's right. And now we're going to yeah. be together for the rest of our lives, yeah. you know, and I also reunited with my siblings. Yeah. Um, like I was, I mentioned earlier. So Your it was sister. a year, yeah. a year of just, you know, all this beautiful stuff happening. And I have a motto. It's all about us. It's all about the people. Cause all the other stuff doesn't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. You don't get to take it with you. Does it maybe give you quality in life or do whatever it does for you? Money, money's not a bad thing, but people are the most important thing. You know, I have a list of words that start with P that are relevant to success in life, business and life. And I ask people relative to business, what's the most important word that starts with a P? They say profit. Well, because if you don't make profit, you won't be in business. Posture. They go through all these P's. I say, it's people. Because mm -hmm. yeah. all that other stuff, you're going to have profit if you don't have people. Right. Yeah. People working with you, people supporting your business. I mean, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I've been, I, there was an article written about me saying I was the, the, the most self-promotive promotional chef in New Jersey or a person in New Jersey. And there were three other people, Christy Whitman, Joe Pesci, and somebody else, a writer that I don't remember. And I was just shocked that I was in with <laughs> these group of people, but I am. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, Connie knows we go out sometimes, she's probably like, oh, here he goes again, you know, because <laughs> I meet people and we start talking and a lot of times they may know of me or know of me or the restaurant or something. Yeah. And, and it's just that connection, you know, yeah. I just, uh, it electrifies me to yeah. hook up with people that, you know, are, are interesting or even people that aren't, that are a little down and I get to talk to them. Next thing you know, we spark up a conversation yeah. and the last thing I'll say, it was such a pleasure meeting. We hope, I hope to see you again. And I feel the same way most of the time. Yeah. So, you know. It's, so 2023 uh, for you has really been about putting hope back in the headlines. Oh, you yeah. Know, I think you've been living and breathing that out. You know, sure. it's, it's been, it's been. Wasn't it was, there a trip to Austria too? Yeah, we, we went over and cooked and filmed in Austria. I guess it was last month for, for a grill company out there. We're going back in June to do a dinner for 150 people. Um, and we're also heading Just a over. small dinner party. Yeah, a small dinner party. Just some friends. Actually, some people probably coming from the States to join us. And then we're going to Istanbul. Oh, wow. Which, as long as everything stays okay mm -hmm. in that part mm -hmm. of the world, we'll be there probably in September. Okay. To promote the grills. So when, so when you visit a foreign country, are you actively looking at ingredients that are indigenous to that area so yeah. that you can incorporate that? Absolutely. Very you know, cool. when I cook in Belgium, I look for the beer yeah. and the chocolate, <laughs> Okay. you know, but, but where we were in Austria was absolutely beautiful. It was at the base of the Alps. Um, we worked at a, a three-star restaurant and super nice family that ran this restaurant. And he goes, uh, okay, I, I'll be back to go. I have to go get the herbs. <laughs> I said, so what? The herbs. I said, okay, whatever. And he came back with like an armful of all different kinds of herbs from his garden. Wow. So that kind of stuff really Beautiful. blows me away. When yeah. you see people that are making the effort to 
bring flavor to their food and freshness yes. to their food. And herbs are pretty easy to grow. I mean, I that's pretty much all I grow is herbs because they're expensive. It's great to have them at your fingertips. My only Christmas tree is the rosemary one. There you go. <laughs> you know, and there's nothing like having that fresh rosemary oh, I love it. Or, or any of the other herbs yeah. for that matter. So, And I said earlier, I think that's probably one of my keys to flavor, to making yeah. food taste delicious. Yes. And people go, you know, I made that dish at home. It just didn't taste the same. Well... You probably didn't put Dried, all those herbs. Yeah. Yeah, dry herbs have their place too, but they're not fresh herbs. No. You know, yeah. it's, uh, so I think that's that's uh, an important thing. I do. Fresh herbs are, are definitely a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think about all of the fast foods and the, the easy go convenience kind of stuff that don't really have any taste, you know? So yeah. to be using fresh ingredients and things like that, uh, farmer's markets, mm-hmm. things like that are yep. spectacular. Yeah. Excellent. And in, in Europe, they're amazing. Well, you even, know, you know, markets. when my herbs are starting to go, when fall comes, I take them, chop them up, put them in ice cube trays mm-hmm. and put the bone broth on top. Oh, that's a good idea. And so when I want to just give a kick to some soup or whatever, you just get a couple ice yep. cubes. And if and somebody's not a, a meathead, they could uh, yeah. just put water. And I know that's some people right. that do oil too. Well, I've never done the oil. Yeah. I always do the bone. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're going to use it Broth. in food, you might as well add flavor yeah. to it. Yeah, so, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. When's the book coming out? No, I don't know. <laughs> if it's good, I better get home and work on it now. But, um, you know, I have lots and lots of recipes. That's a goal, Tim. That's a goal. Or that's a big goal. That's a field goal. But um, we'll see. I, I, You know, I've been writing for over 30 years, so I have accumulated a lot of recipes and, and text and material. But... Um, Right now, I'm just focusing on doing the parties, getting through the holidays, and we'll see what what happens in January. If people want to look at some of your recipes, do you have some published? Yeah, absolutely. On LKN Connect. Yeah, LKN Connect do. is a great site. I appreciate yeah. it. It's, it's a great site to find out what's going on in, in Lake Norman area, yes. all around the lake. Um, so I write... Um, uh, Tim Schaefer's food column, I don't know what we call it, but um, we feature a recipe. I think we've done six or seven, maybe mm-hmm. even eight recipes so far. Yeah. Um, but besides my landing page, it'll give you all the information about how to get a hold of me and everything and give you a little bit of my background. It's just a great site to find out what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, restaurants. I, get, I Googled yeah. you this morning and I found all sorts of oh, things. Neat. So. And any, any bad stuff or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> you know, picture me holding yeah, yeah. my numbers on the front of post. You did Google me. I think she you got did. a cookbook right there. She did her homework. <laughs> that's for sure. There any, are again. any words of wisdom you want to leave us with in this holiday season, Tim, that you think might a listener who's sitting probably in traffic, <laughs> who is our captive audience right now, might, might hear? Take care of yourself and take care of others. Yes. I mean, that's really what it's coming down to in this crazy world we're in right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with all the despair we have, I think we have to rise above, you know, and, and share the love yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know, open the doors, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do stuff like that, you know, help help the lady put her, put her cart back, you know, just the little things. Practice that's kindness. Right. Practice yeah. kindness for people that you don't even know. Yeah, I That know. you're not going to get any return. I know. You know, it's like buying the coffee for the guy in back. I thought I was going to get arrested know. last night. I said to the police officer when Woody was getting, you know, sworn in, I said, thank you for everything that you do. He looked at me and said, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't ever hear that. And that's I nice. Thought, and I do all the time. I do too. Yeah, you know, I wave at the policeman. 
I do I too. wave at the firemen and they're yeah. like, oh, this crazy guy waving at me. But it's those little things I yeah. think that make up a big change. It, you're well, right. That's really what community do. centered is all about yeah. is putting yep. hope is. back in the headlines and a smile. Tim, you've been a delight to talk Thanks. to. I know that we're going to have a part two coming up in January. I can feel it. Yeah. When we're all tired. And Maybe I'll bring some food next time. That would be spectacular. <laughs> that is you my just, best yeah, calling don't card. You just brought food, just but put I a didn't smile make on it. T- and, uh, Bill's face. Bill's <laughs> smiling from the uh, the sound booth over there. But uh, thank you so much for sharing your time with us, your wisdom, your your um, experience. It's been a delight thank as you. usual. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank uh, you, Connie, for joining us too. And yes. um, I hope that you have a spectacular birthday today. Thank you so much. Thanks. You bet. Merry Christmas from 105.9 100.7 WSIC Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.